Welcome to the Faith Love Sisters. We are on day three this week, reading 1 Timothy um, 6, 11 through 16. We are finishing up 1 Timothy, and uh, this is the day before the last of 1 yes, Timothy. Yes, it is. And then we will have a slight um, intermission. That's the word I'm looking for. There's like a slight intermission, and then there's Second Timothy. It's not even like the end of the book. I mean, it is the end of the book, but it's, it's the end of the letter. It's right. the end of the letter. And then right. later in, then Paul writes another letter, and we're yes. still studying it. So it's not an end for us. Right. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, just to add some confusion to your morning. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping us on our toes. There you we go. are missing Angie this week, right? Like, we is. Angie's out. We're missing her. So. Anyway, all right. Well, Terry, why don't you uh, jump in for us? Help us to get on track. Verses 11 through 16. But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses, in the sight of God who gives life to everything and of Jesus Christ, who, while testifying before Pontius Pilate, made the good confession. I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which God will bring about in his own time. God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be honor and might forever. Amen. Amen. That's pretty Ooh. good. So, yeah. so previously, Paul was telling Timothy about all the things to avoid. And we were talking about that on previous days, the pursuit of money, the controversies, the friction, envy, strife. And Paul is encouraging Timothy to flee those, turn away from them, don't engage in those. But he, now he starts telling us where he wants us to, where Timothy should pursue, what are the things that he should pursue. And um, there's a cool list in the homework that I really love the descriptions by Charles Swindoll. And um, so one of the things he's, he's to pursue or follow after is um, righteousness, a state of the heart and mind that operates in harmony with the mind of God as expressed in his word. And so when I'm behaving righteously, I'm lined up with God's word. I don't have this righteousness of myself that comes through Jesus Christ. But what I know and when I look at my actual behavior, it's lined up with the word of God. And I keep, there's something like a righteous life and I can't remember the rest of it, but I, I know for me, it produces peace. That could be the rest of the thing, but I just can't recall it right now. But pursuing a righteous life is a valuable pursuit, is a good pursuit. And the, it talks about the pursuit of godliness, 
which mm-hmm. is the authentic and abiding desire to glorify God through every thought, every reaction, every word, and every deed. Woo! Now, I, as I'm reading it, it doesn't say that I can always do it, but it is the authentic and abiding desire to glorify God through all these things. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, we've read before, like, take every thought captive um, and make it accountable to God, to Jesus. And so we're supposed to try and make every thought, reaction, word, and deed like God, godly. Yeah. Um, again, again, I keep thinking it's like, and that really shows your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're supposed to pursue these things. We are not supposed to be these things because if we were all of these things, we would be God. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But we are supposed to pursue those things. So don't feel like, don't feel condemned if in the moment you are not righteous or godly or faithful or loving or perseverant, persevering or gentle because we all have those moments because we're human. Just as a quick little note there, like this is something that we are to be pursuing. I don't know. I could gossip about Angie. I think she does this. (laughs) (laughs) I think she she kind of does. She's so lovely. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not to our, not for our gain or anything. We're all, we're supposed to do all of this Mm -hmm. to glorify God. Yeah, with our lives, we are supposed to be glorifying God. We should always be pointing to Him, not to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's always to Him. Yeah, and you can yeah. do that even in your failure. Like if you yes. are having, um, if you are are having, if you are not being righteous, which like Rosemary just said, how about this? If you are um, not having faith, which is resting in God's promise to provide, protect, empower, and guide and choosing to be content with what the Lord provides, directs, or, or permits. Like, if you are struggling with your faith, mm-hmm. that's okay. And you can even point to God in the fact that you can say, you know what, I'm struggling with my faith, but I am leaning on Him. Mm-hmm. Right. So, anyway. I think that's really important. And what I liked about this particular definition is when we are strong in our faith, there is rest. Mm-hmm. There, there is that wonderful rest um, and that choosing to be content with what the Lord provides, directs, or commits. That's all the yeah. things that were happening before they were talking about. We weren't, people aren't content or we're trying to fill it with other things. And so I it's like the word choosing. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. I, I think that's really true. Do you? You don't look like you no. do. <laughs> I do. No, no, I do think that's true. I just started connecting it with a whole bunch of things. And I just, I think I always end up, James was pretty profound to me. And it's like, where's our heart? So it's like, if we're not choosing these things, if if I'm choosing like, oh, I can't be content. I have to get this. I have to get this. I have to get this. And I'm not resting. That's an indicator for me that my faith might need to be built up as opposed to trying to go after all those things. It's like, whoa, 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 maybe I just need to turn and spend some time with God. Build that relationship. Build that faith. Because faith isn't about um, it's a it's about the object. I'm trying I'm remembering this thing from the book, uh, Bill Gillum. 
And he's talking about lifetime guarantee. And he's talking about faith. If our faith is bad, like we go and we sit on a stool and we assume that stool, we have faith that stool is going to keep us up. Right. And if we fall or we break, it's not us. That was the problem. We just didn't understand the stool, I guess would be a way to say it. We, uh, I have to get that straighter in my head, but it's like, it's not about me building my faith bigger. It's about just trusting what is there. And if we understand that more, then we'll be able to create that faith with it. I don't know if that makes sense. It's not about me making my faith. It's not about me making that stool better. It's about trusting what's available to me and knowing what's true. I don't know if that makes sense. I'll have to look that up and come back to you guys on that one. Yeah, because I would push back on that. Like real honestly, because we do have to actively, like he tells us right here, we have to be pursuing and following after. Yes. And it is a conscious act to grow mm -hmm. our faith. It yes. is a conscious act to rest. It is a conscious act to choose to be content. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. We will fail at those things. So maybe that's where you're saying like with the stool, like sometimes you're going to fall off. But sometimes that's my own fault. Like if you want to relate it to the stool, like sometimes I'm just too wobbly. Sometimes I'm too wiggly and I can't sit still and I'm going to fall off. And mm -hmm. that's my own fault. That has mm -hmm. nothing to do with the stool. That, that's my own fault. Like I haven't learned to sit and be still and to, per, like to, to just be there and know. Does that make sense? Like if we're in the yeah. stool analogy. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to look that up a little bit more in that book. Um, it, I, I guess the part where I, I'm going to take it away from the stool analogy is like, if our faith is weak, it's, it's just all we have to do is rest in God. We have to come into God. Um, it's not about me making the stool fixed to make it fixed the way I think it should be fixed. It's that I need to learn uh, about what is holding me up. And that's the thing like with God, it's like, if my faith is weak, it's, I just need to learn about God more. I need to spend time in God more. I'm going to clarify that and I'll actually read from the book on that. Cause I think I'm mixing that up with two other things. Right. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah. I can tell I'm starting to do different fun things with all of this, but um, I'll look that up for the next one. Um, yeah. The, the other parts that were in here was the, um, um, love, and I like this part, seeking the highest, greatest good of other people, especially for, and this is especially true for a minister who's been called to serve. And yes, we are not ministering to a church, but we should have that love. And this, we should, we're, we're going back to what we should be pursuing and following, right? Or what Timothy is called to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the beginning, when we talked about pursuing or whatever, did, did you read that? Um, definition up there oh, I go ahead i didn't go ahead think so um pursue and follow after to follow or press hard after to pursue with earnestness and diligence in order to obtain so it is action i mean this is you've got to be diligent in it and i think that comes the pursuing and the choosing mm -hmm. um is our is what we do have to do we have to press hard. We have to be diligent about it and keep on and keep on and keep on building our faith and building our um, those fruit 
of the mm-hmm. spirit that you see here. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's just a, it's work. It's work. It's a continual reaching toward it. Mm-hmm. The goal. Definitely action behind all of these yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that, that he calls Timothy to do is endure, like to pursue endurance, right? And that takes some training. Yes. We talked a couple of weeks ago about um, like training for things, physical training, but also spiritual and emotional mental training. And that's what he definitely calls here. It's a deliberate, steadfast obedience, despite pressures, difficulties, or temptation, like to really just, you have to train for it. You have to train to keep going. Mm-hmm. And when you get, when it comes to you, do this, do that, you have to choose. You mm-hmm. have to make a deliberate choice to follow, to pursue. Mm-hmm. And to I, persevere. I, and a, I, I, to me, that's a hard thing. Oh, it's pushing, pushing. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, Timothy, uh, earlier in Timothy, you know, when they talk about striving towards what God wants, that's kind of a new concept for me. Believe it or not, I Bible study doesn't feel like I'm striving. I really like it. You know, so it's not that hard. Well, yeah. But when I'm faced with difficult things and I need to put into practice the things God's taught me, well, here we go. That's a little mm-hmm. bit harder, and that's where mm-hmm. I need to practice and have that endurance. Um, because my response is if I'm um, hopefully leading that righteous life or doing the right things, and something happens, I'm like, God, this is the plan. This is it. This is what we're going to do. And it, and it's like, I have this quit in me, I'm noticing. And I I don't hang in there sometimes. I'm getting better at it, trust me. But I don't hang in there and go, well, here's what's happening. Now let's keep moving forward. I'm starting to get that. Um, I, I was thinking about when you were talking about a race, it's like, what would it be like for me to run a race if I knew I would win? Like I knew the outcome already how different would my behavior in the race be? And I wouldn't get thrown by little things because it's like, yeah, well, okay, that's what's going on. I'm going to keep going because I'm going to win, right? And so when we have this part of eternal life, when we have this life to live that God has to, asks us to pursue and endure, what if Timothy had this thought like, yeah, because I'm going to win, totally. Bottom line, I'm winning. I've already won right? Mm -hmm. I have eternal life with Christ. I've already won the game. Now, how am I going to play this? Like, how how would you play Monopoly from the beginning if you already knew you were going to win Monopoly? Right? (laughs) That would never happen. I never win Monopoly. But But not just any game, you know? I had a a picture pop into my mind when I was thinking about all these action words and these pursuing and pressing on and all that stuff. Have you guys um, gone to the gym and pushed one of those sleds as a workout? No. Uh-uh. Do you know what I'm, Oh, well, I used to do kid fit and they have those, it's a heavy sled and you push it and you, you know, from here to there to the end of the thing and then turn around and push it back. I don't know how much it weighs, but it is hard. And you know, you just have to keep 
on and on and you have to dig in with everything you've got and push that darn thing to get it to move. And I think just, you know, like reminded me that um, Timothy's pushing against all this stuff. Yeah. It's not even just his walk. Right. It's all this stuff in the church. Holy cow. That, you know, and to remain all these things, to remain righteous, to remain godly and faithful and to keep, to reach out to these people with love. Yes. They're, you know, they're making his life miserable. Right. And, it, you know, Paul's reminding him gentleness, as he said yeah. earlier, you know, like, like as if your father or your mother, be gentle with them and just imagine Timothy's got that whole load of people on that sled and he's just pushing for all he's worth to persevere through it. Yeah. I, and I'm taking that concept. I'm remembering when I was in high school, my son was working out and I was like, these boys, they don't even clean up this gym. And I started walking around trying to put the weights back up and I went to just lift the bar without any weights on it. And I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I haven't done a sled there, Terry. But it's like, I also didn't pursue that. I just, you know, I went, okay, yeah, it can stay like this. Okay. But things that are too hard to move and to have that, that's, I think faith comes in with that. It's like this faith, like we're going to win. I just don't see how yet. We're going to win. This is going to be okay. Paul, when you look at all the things that he was up against, and he kept going and going and going. And we're going to learn that soon in 2 Timothy. Oh, my goodness, it got hard. But Paul won. And Paul knew he was going to win. And he knew Timothy would win. Timothy and he knew a, what it would take. Here's yeah. the list right here. Yeah. This is how I did it. This is how you're going to do it. It's his workout plan. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So it's getting that mental toughness to get through it anyway in a way that's um, glorifying to God. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, the big piece on this is like, okay, we're looking at all this, but it's like the bottom line is God's the one who's going to sustain Timothy. God's the one who sustains us. When we're in a tough spot, it isn't us doing all these things necessarily. It's who we're, we're focused on that will make that difference. And God will sustain us and we will win. And he will bring everything to completion that he started. But it's not going to be easy. It isn't. And certainly it wasn't for Timothy. Mm-mm. You know, we, so, we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And that um, makes it really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... As we pursue these things, these are good workout plans. These are good steps towards it. But it's still it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's getting to that space inside that won't quit. And not to be a Debbie Downer. Okay. But the reality is some of these things that we are battling and some of these things that, um, yes, ultimately we win. But you know what? Some of it we're not going to see on the side of heaven. Right. We aren't. Mm-hmm. Paul didn't. Right. Paul had no concept of what would happen with right. his letters. Like, you know, and, and just the ugliness of the world will be here until, um, as Paul says to him, uh, the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Some of it's just going to be there literally until 
the end of this earth. Yeah. And it gets corrupted more and more and more. It's not Mm. like it's going to stay the same either. Right. It's going to become more and more corrupted. Right. Right. And like we're called um, like how to love our enemy. It's like when our enemy is hungry, we feed him. When our enemy is thirsty, we give him water, Mm -hmm. Um, which is really hard. I'm just thinking about like the, the war that's happening in, in Ukraine right now. Right. Like if somebody were, if I were in that position, if somebody were coming to my home, if a Russian soldier were coming to my home, would I be like, you know what? Are you thirsty? Let me get you some water. Do you know can, that's I, the, can I share my food with you? I, yeah. I would really struggle with that. I'll be real honest. I would really struggle with that. It's, I've seen clips of Ukrainians giving, they're now POWs or people who surrendered sandwiches and tea mm-hmm. and can call home. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how compassionate and kind and good. And that's what we're called to do. Like yeah. literally with our enemies. Yeah. That's not an easy fight. Mm-mm. Like, it's really I wanna, not. I want to stop drinking vodka, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe just for the morning, Rosemary. Maybe just for the morning. Oh, maybe just in the morning. There we go. I'm good now. <laughs> I I kind of want to. I know. I know. Um, I want to go back to that place though, where you want to quit, mm-hmm. where everything in you wants to quit. What do you guys, what helps you in those moments? Just remembering okay. how he's helped us through before. How he's helped me through different things before. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. He is there. He will be there. I can get through this with him. Yeah. 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 Taking some time and um, even taking some time to write out the different ways that God has provided, that God has stood by, that God has um, taken care of things, that God has um, sent somebody to your door with whatever it was that you needed, even if mm-hmm. you didn't. Maybe it's the delivery person delivering a pie, right? Just some right. random something, even it's just those little things. And if you write those down, when you're in the middle of the muck and the, I can't do it anymore, then you right. have something to go back and look at to say like, God, look at just remind like, God, look how you have provided for me and I can see it now. And I don't see it in this minute, but I see how it's happened before. So it's changing your vision and your focus. Mm-hmm. Um, I That's where prayer journals, I think are really helpful. You can go back through them and go, Oh wait, he did this. Oh yeah. That's not even on my mind now. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think for me is, is I, one is to go, Rosemary, you are not the boss of you. <laughs> That's what you got to get. I have to put things back in order. I was like, I'm, I'm, I must be out of order if I think I should be doing all this or it should be um, happening the way I think it should happen. And so it's like that knowing God even more intimately and trusting him more that helps me like knowing his word and, and looking back and how he's helped me and he's done things not just for me, but for people around me too. Mm -hmm. And going, he is a good God. He's a God who loves and that love always wins. You know what else is helpful for me is um, knowing that I'm not in it alone. Yeah. Knowing that like no matter how lonely it feels to be in the circumstance, um, that there are others who have been there before 
mm-hmm. who will be there after me and who are willing to step alongside me through whatever it is and point that's, me back to Jesus. That's really true. And, and I think the other thing is I don't have to fix everything now. Mm-hmm. Like um, Timothy didn't have to convert everyone right there, right then. It's like, what's my next right thing to do? And God's going to tell me that battle plan. It'll involve the righteousness, the, the faith, the love, perseverance. It'll involve something like that. But I only have to take the next step. I don't have to fix everything. Mm-hmm. One so. thing, like I kind of summarized all of that. Like, So really, what's a practical way to, to fight this, to, mm-hmm. to fight the enemy with all of these things that he's telling him to? And essentially, I just boil it down to um, kill him with kindness. and that's not niceness because nice and kind are different yeah um but kill them with kindness yeah so that's not biblical by the way that's not in the bible anywhere it should be it sounds like it should be (laughs) yeah so well we're done for the day oh sorry yeah no go ahead that's good we're done for the day suzanne How about you pray us out today? Well, how about I will do that? Um, Jesus, thank you. Uh, Thank you for showing us the ways that we can pursue you. Um, God, thank you for providing this guidebook for us. Thank you for providing this so that we can set the guardrails in place so that we know how to pursue, how to follow you, what we are to strive after, God. And I thank you for the examples before us. I thank you for... Um, those who are going to come after us. And I thank you for the option and the opportunity, because it really is an option, God, but the opportunity to live and stand and fight in those things uh, right now, God. And I just pray that you would give us the strength to fight the battles that you have in front of us, because the reality of it is this world is a battle. Um, I pray that you would give us the wisdom to know the battles that we need to fight and the battles that we need to walk away from that aren't ours, Lord. I pray that... um, we would fight in your way, God. Um, I pray that we would fight in the ways of um, Paul's words to Timothy, God, that we would not um, pick up a sword and bring those down around us, God, um, but that we would know how to fight in your way um, and in the appropriate times, God. And I just um, rest in the fact that you will give us that Um, peace and that you will give us that wisdom and that you will guide us. And I thank you for those things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Amen.